Hey, family. So, first, we want to apologize for not doing an episode last week because uh, it was a new year. We had so much stuff going on, and it just didn't happen. We figured we'd take a break, um, and we were going to do a traditional episode this week. However, we had a, a situation that happened in the family last Wednesday that has carried over, and we did not think it would be fair to try to throw together an episode with the circumstances of what we've had to deal with as a family. Um, And how we want to explain to everybody what happened is we're going to be as delicate with this as possible. But we had a family emergency regarding Mama Lo on Wednesday. And Kayla, if you would... Um, you have the floor. Okay, so it's been like a roller coaster of emotions the last couple of days, but um, you know, we're trending upwards now, so you know, can talk about it a little bit easier now. Um, so not to go into like full detail, but um just to give you guys a snippet of what happened. Um, my mom had double pneumonia. Um, and that prior week she had dealt with a really bad sinus infection that she was in the hospital for because it caused her, um, blood, uh, glucose level to be out of whack cause she's diabetic. And so she was in there for a while for that. And then she was able to get out on New Year's Eve. Um, but then fast forward to a couple of days later, that Wednesday, she was unresponsive. My dad had to call 911 and they had to rush her to the hospital. And because she was unresponsive unresponsive they had to intubate her um and put her on the ventilator so she was on the ventilator for a couple of days with sedation and um soon as we found out everything that the same day that everything happened um we zoomed on down to Shreveport um on the way out we um left AD with my mother-in-law um they were you know more than um more than enough helpful to make sure he was good. They was like, y'all go do what y'all got to do. He fine. We got this. And we zoomed on down, got there that two that morning, Thursday. Yep. And it was, even though I had to make sure I stayed strong on the outside and the inside, it was extremely tough because I did not like seeing my mom like that with tubes you know, all around her, the IVs, just the sound of the ventilator machine to see her in the bed, heavily sedated. I know I had to be strong, but it was very, very tough. Yeah. Um, When she, when we walked in the room and I, I said, mom, we're here. Like soon as she heard our voices, she heard me and Al's voice and, and she reached up and got Al's hand and grabbed, like squeezed it. And then I reached down and got put my hand there and she squeezed it. And that made me feel so much better because I knew okay, at that moment she can recognize who we are because she couldn't really open her eyes at that moment. But she knew we were there. She felt our presence, heard our voices. And that just meant the world to me to feel that. And so, um, you know, we were there. Um, all those days were kind of running together, but we were there. Um you know, a couple of days and stuff, she was able to 
get the ventilator taken off uh, two days later because they had to wait for the swelling in her throat to go down for it to take off because if they took it out too soon, her throat could close. And if that happens, they have to instantly do a trachea and that's um, permanent. We definitely did not want that to happen. So they had to do steroids to bring that swelling down so that they can pull that out and then go from there. Um, once they did that and I heard her voice and the, when she talked to me and she said, my Kayla Wayla, oh, that meant the world to me too, because just to hear her voice and then for her to say that, because anytime we on the phone, she'd be like, hey, Kayla Wayla, I'd be like, hey, Mama Lama. And that's always our greeting before we start our conversation. So to hear that, to know that she was in her right mind. Um, oh, rewind from that too. When she couldn't talk, when she was on the ventilator, the way I was able to communicate with her was I pulled out my phone, pulled out my notes, and she was able to um, slowly, you know, do with her hand what she wanted to say, and then I would kind of figure it out from there. And she would, like, point at things and figure it out from there. Now, um, the same day that she had the ventilator off, she was able to write. So she was able to write the things she wanted, talk to the doctors by writing and all that stuff, answer questions by writing and all that stuff too. That also made me feel better because I knew, like, she had all her faculties. So, um, you know, I was like, okay, that that helped me. That helped me through, like, knowing that she can, you know, process things, know what's going on, all that stuff. Even with all that sedation, all that medicine, all that good stuff, you know. Um. So, you know, fast forward to when she had the tube out and she was able to talk and it was like raspy at first, but then her real voice actually came back out sooner than I thought it would. I thought it would take a little while. And, you know, they're just letting, you know, the infection run out of her body because they have on all these antibiotics and all that stuff. Um, but the fact that my mom is such a fighter, like no matter what comes her way, like had cancer, beat that. When she was dealing with cancer, she had to do stem cell transplants, chemotherapy. Even during that time, she ended up getting um, pneumonia really bad during that time, beat that. Like everything that comes her way, diabetes, you know, working through that. Um, that's always, you know, up and down struggle because it can either go really high, it can go really low. Um, but, you know, find ways to regulate that and, work through that and it's just amazing what God can do in healing my mom and in the process of recovery and she knows how to knock down those things every single time and like like I said this was like emotional time because it was a lot going on but I was grateful of like all the support that people sent all the prayers like it was just, you know, everybody banding together, my dad, my brother, like we all made sure we were, you know, there. Like the fact that my husband is just like ride or die. Like he, he makes sure he's there for me physically, but emotionally too. Cause like a lot of this stuff I cannot do unless he's by my side. And the fact that he loves me, but loves my family as well. Like he just made sure that I had what I needed and 
that I was making sure that I took care of myself too, because, you know, in those moments like that, you still have to take care of yourself, but you sometimes forget that you got to take care of yourself because you're focused on making sure your loved one is fine. So I definitely appreciate you, babe, for being my rock. Like you, I don't want to get to you get back in there to your, let it go. We talked about this. You get said in the new year. In there, tears. You said in the new year we was going to do it. So if you're going to do it, then do it. Anyway. Let it out. I thank you. Growth. <laughs> for being there and recognizing my needs and just making sure that I'm okay in a time that's not okay. And I know my mind races and it goes different places and I it darts so much that I sometimes I can't even sit down to process what's going on because I'm in the moment and trying to either find a solution or make things better in some kind of way. And I sometimes don't always process things. So I appreciate you for helping me through those moments. You're welcome. And you know how I feel about you. You know how I feel about your family. Um, This situation um, was terrifying being somewhat on the outside and being able to be there to support all of you in that situation and help them understand that, you know, I'm here I may not know how to be. All I know is presence Mm -hmm. is a lot. Um, You know, you and I talked about feelings. We talked about emotions this weekend. We've had a lot of them, a a big swing of emotions in every direction. And I think that, um, in those moments, as difficult as it is, just being present in it and allowing yourself to feel is is difficult to do. Right. Because, you know, you don't want to think about the negative. You don't want to think about what could potentially happen. You want to be positive. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to get you to understand that in order for you to be able to center yourself, You have to be able to feel those in the moment because if you push it down, it's going to come back eventually and it's going to come back at a time when you don't want it to happen. It'll be something small and then all that stuff that you push down just comes bubbling up to the top and then you're a volcano of emotions at that point, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that um, it's good for you to be able to express how you feel Mm -hmm. and then to be able to, uh, you know, talk with your brother, talk with your dad and that dynamic and how everything blossomed Mm -hmm. from that as terrifying as it was. It's a unifying moment for everyone. Mm -hmm. And it, it puts into a perspective that, we lose sometimes is that 
and we say it a lot. Like we've we we've talked about celebrities that have passed. We've talked about people that we've known that have passed, and to have someone that we love be close to it, like that close to it. All this stuff that we worry about, all the all the stress and the fear, it is not worth it. Like all the animosity that people have towards each other and holding beef and whatever, it's not important in the grand scheme of things. Right. Because at the end of the day, it could any moment could be it and you never know. And you don't want to look back with regret because of whatever pride or ego exists. So I think that um it was an eye opening experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um I know it was an eye opening experience for you seeing you go through it and trying to be there to support you. Um and I think that for us you know, we talk a lot about our health, both mental and physical, and then we'll get back into the regular hustle and bustle mm-hmm. of our lives. And then we get back into our, our survival mode so we can try to make it through as adults and all this stuff. But, like, we don't really have that luxury anymore. Right. You know, I... um. I tried to make changes today with my eating. You know, if I if I had something that I had to buy, I got a salad. I don't have to have a salad all the time, but I want to do better because mm-hmm. I got to do better. Diabetes is not something to play with. And as much as I, oh, I'm fine. I can't say that anymore. It's got to be a lifestyle change mm-hmm. for me for you I gotta be here for the family mm-hmm. so um, it, there's so much to say you know there's so much that I wish I could convey um, that maybe I haven't already but I think that for everyone involved, all the family, all the friends. The number one thing that we should take from this is that our mental health is just as important as our physical health because we can want to make changes to our lives and we can want to be better, but the only way that's going to start is it has to start from the top. It all trickles down from the top. Right. If our head ain't right, then our body won't be right. So um, everyone that's listening to this, what we, will, what we want for you to do is take a moment of reflection and be gracious and thankful for the things that you have, the people, family, and friends that love you. You take this opportunity after this and be grateful for the things that you have mm-hmm. and don't be focused on the things that you don't sit down. If you can't talk to somebody, grab a journal, start writing, 
doesn't have to be perfect. Just whatever thoughts are racing around in your head, sit down and write them down and get them out. If you have difficulty with your feelings and emotions like crying and anger, what I like to do is find a, is find a movie that I know is going to make me cry mm-hmm. and put it on and just have at it. If I want to be angry because I, I don't really dig into those emotions like that, I don't like the type of person it makes me, I might sit in my car and just scream one big loud yell with all of my being so I can get out of it. But holding on to these emotions, it's not helpful. It's not healthy. Right. And then with your health, then you'll start to see changes. You'll start to want to do things to take care of yourself. You'll start to want to make changes to your diet. And it doesn't have to be a diet. It doesn't have to be one of these flash things that happen. It could be just eating less. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go out to eat instead of getting, I'm, and I'm bad with this, instead of getting two hot dogs, you get one. And instead of a soda, you get some water, like small changes. And then going out for a walk, maybe lifting something in the house, moving stuff around. You'll want to do things that better you as a person. Because life is too short. And the way that we treat ourselves, the way we have been conditioned to treat ourselves only goes to show that we need to do better. Right. Is there anything you'd like to add before we let everybody go for the, for the day? Um, I know we're keeping it, you know, short this time. Um, eventually we're going to come to y'all with a longer episode, but just, you know, due to the circumstances, we're just keeping it short and light this time. Yeah. Um, we probably won't have an episode the following Next week, but we'll have one the following week. Yeah. We're going back out of town um, to see my mom again yeah. this upcoming weekend. So um, we'll have some more content for you guys the following week. Yeah. Um, but just hold on to your loved ones. Like, don't, um, if you guys have, like, any issues or anything that you feel is, like, keeping you guys apart, don't think about stuff like that. Just try to mend whatever you know is going on because life is too short. Yeah, if it's a if it's a petty argument or a disagreement, mm-hmm. miscommunication, don't let that drive a wedge between you and your family. Mm-hmm. Now, if your family is abusive, then keep them where they're at. We're not right. talking about them. We're not talking about toxic stuff no. and all that stuff. We're talking about stuff that can be talked through. Between two adults, just sometimes you got to put that pride and ego to the side and say, we family. Right. Um, now, if you do it again, I'm going to hurt your feeling. <laughs> and then we can we can hash it out afterwards. Because I can't imagine like like not being close to someone and then getting a call that, you know, something happened to someone or, you know, that they're going to the hospital. Because it, it's already... It already hits your 
your chest, it, it hurts you when um, somebody's close to you that you talk to all the time is in the hospital. So if you're distanced from them and you get that call, I feel like it hurts, you know, in a yeah. different way also. You know what I mean? Yeah. So more of the story is be close yeah. to people's. You know, we always say love each other and hug each other. I think now it's even more um, something that we need to do. We have to love on each other. We have to hug each other, tell each other it's okay. Reassure each other. Times are hard. You know, we're losing people every day. So love each other. Hug each other. If you're going to win. You're going to win as a winner. And if you're going to lose, you're going to lose as a loser, not as a quitter. Take care of yourselves. Mentally and physically. Reach out to someone. If you can't reach out to someone. Grab a journal. I got 15 of them. Only, I'm sorry, none of them I've actually written in. Because sometimes I feel like I can't be honest with myself when I write stuff down. But work on that for 2023. Allow yourself to be vulnerable. In those moments when you write those things that you're feeling, those thoughts that are running through your head. Be vulnerable. No one's going to read that journal. We're adults now. We ain't got to worry about no. No parents snooping through our underwear drawer trying to find that, that diary to find out what boy you like. It ain't like that. Uh, well, maybe not. There are some, what, um, there'll be some husband, what you writing down for <laughs> and want to go digging through your journal. If you got somebody like that, you don't need them. Mm-mm. Let me say that. But sit down, write how you're feeling. And then when you can look back on it, you be like, damn, look how far I've come. Mentally, emotionally, take that time for you. We love you. We appreciate you. Yes. And we'll see you next time. Love y'all.